Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. And welcome to episode 22 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I am your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am excited about this episode and next week's episode as they're ones that are kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, Today, I'm going to answer the age-old question of do you need to exercise in order to lose weight? But first, I wanted to put a little special disclaimer in. Because we're talking about exercise, I think it's important to remind you that this podcast is for educational purposes only. I am not giving you medical advice. If you are not currently active and you're contemplating becoming more active or you have questions about becoming more active, you need to consult your own physician to make sure that it's safe and discuss what activities would be best for you and your own medical conditions. Okay, so like I said, exercise is my jam. This is my, uh, ever since I was in high school, this is my area of interest. Uh, I started with doing training to teach aerobics when I was in high school. And so I made money when I was uh, grade 11 and grade 12 and in first years of university teaching step aerobics. So that dates me slightly back in the 90s. You can picture me doing step aerobics in some form of spandex short and a shirt with some neon type 90s saying to 90s dance music. Still some of my favorite activities to do is to rock out to 90s dance music. Uh, And so I, from a very young age, I was learning about science behind exercise and was involved in exercise myself and then did my undergraduate training in kinesiology, which also was a lot of exercise. And so through my life, I have exercised and ran and enjoyed it absolutely. Um, But did it make a difference for my weight? That's a good question and something we'll talk about as we go along because I don't think that's as clear-cut as what we would like it to be. How about you? What have your experiences been with uh, exercising in order to lose weight? Have you had really good success, or is it something that often leaves you frustrated? Let me know. Send me an email at info at or comment on the blog post, which will be linked in the show notes, but it's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash exercise. Okay, so here we go. Exercise for weight loss. And in particular, what we're going to talk about is exercise as the main tool for weight loss and whether or not that is effective. And the reality is it probably is not that effective of a tool. I think a lot of you have experienced this uh, and it seems counterintuitive, I want to say, or seems frustrating because all around us we're told that you can exercise the weight away. You can melt the pounds off with this simple exercise routine or walk off the pounds in six weeks. All those magazine titles that are in front of us when we're at the grocery checkout suggest that exercise is the way to go. And I totally bought into this for years and years of my life. And even when I was starting to learn more about this stuff, I think there's still a piece of me that was like, yeah, but I'll be different. Like, no, this time, this exercise will make the difference for me to lose weight. And looking back on this, one of the biggest arguments I have for exercise not being a great tool for weight loss is I trained for and ran a marathon back in 2009. 
And I lost a small amount of weight, but really not that much weight compared to how many hours I was spending running and exercising. Like on the weekends, on a long run day, I was, we were running or I was injured. So I was doing some at the gym for three and a half hours at a time. And that had minimal impact on my weight. And I know that I'm not alone. Like in the running community, this is often talked about that running a marathon or running long distance is not a good way to lose weight because most people when they're training for a marathon either stay the same or some actually will gain some weight. And so you may wonder, how is that possible? So if we think back to what we were taught and we think back the calorie model, calories in versus calories out, well, if we're running a lot and our calories out are so high, we should be losing weight, right? It should just be simple math. And I think that's where we go wrong is we it's an oversimplification of our bodies, which are really complex systems. So within that complex system that we can think of kind of as a black box between calories in and calories out, your body has lots of things that it can do. And remember, your body is always interested in, in survival. And at times where you're doing a lot more exercise than usual, your body can interpret that, that, you know, there's stressors happening and it needs to hold on to stores to make sure that you can survive. So if you're running and burning a lot of energy, your body may perceive that, that there, you're going to have to keep doing that in order to survive. And so it needs to be careful with its energy stores to make sure that you can keep going. And so the best way I heard somebody describe this, and I can't remember exactly where, but if you picture uh, like a coal coal train, or sorry, it's probably a steam train. <laughs> my husband will shake his head, as will my son. Uh, anyways, a train that needs coal for fuel. So you can picture a pile of coal as your fuel source. That's like the calories coming in or the calories we have available. And then the speed of the train is our energy out, calories out. So you can look at this a couple of ways. If the train is going really fast and we need the train to go fast and we know that we're going to need more fuel in order to make that happen, we're going to tell whoever supplies us with coal that they need to bring more coal. And so that is the same as if you're doing a lot of exercise, what research finds is often appetite is higher. So after you exercise in general, you're hungrier and need to eat more afterwards. The other thing is, if you know that that train has to go for a long way and you only have a set amount of coal, so there's no option in getting more coal, are you going to keep just burning it at a really high rate? No, you're going to do stuff to make that as efficient as possible. So you're going to change how you burn it to make that amount of coal that you have last as long as possible. And that's an example, if you're really restricting your energy intake with your food and you're exercising, your body can actually change how much you're burning. So it can change how much energy you burn in that exercise. So, you know, those calorie counters that are on the machines and estimate on your phones and stuff about how many calories you burn when you do a certain amount of exercise. It's not actually true. Your body can change that. And then it can also change what your energy expenditure is. So your resting energy expenditure after you exercise or uh, the days after, if your body thinks that there's not enough energy around, then it will drop down how much you're burning. So it's a very simple explanation, but I like the kind of pictorial that it gives me in my mind because it makes me understand, like, of course, our bodies aren't dumb. 
you know, they're not going to just burn up everything they have because we want them to. Our body will always act in a way that it thinks will maintain your survival. So the classic like really diet, really be careful with your eating and exercise hard, hard, hard doesn't always mount in the amount of weight loss that you think because your body thinks there's not enough food around and there's a lot of demand being put so it has to be really efficient with how it uses its food. The other aspect when they look at exercise and weight loss is often after exercising people will eat more and this is a combination of Appetite hormones probably go up or they do go up after exercise. So your body's kind of driving more food to replace the energy I just used. But also there's a mental component to this. So if you think that, hey, I just ran for two hours, it's okay if I eat this. um, That mentality, which is so easy to get into, trips us up. Because there's a saying that you can't outrun your fork. So the amount of energy you burn in, say, an hour of exercise, you can eat in less than five minutes, easily. And so you can undo any calorie burn or energy burn benefit from your exercise with just a very momentarily, or sorry, momentary decision. Now, what is exercise good for? So exercise is fantastic. And I don't want you to listen to this episode and think, okay, well, I just never need to exercise. No, it is fantastic. What I'm saying is don't depend on it for your weight loss. It's probably not that fantastic for that. But exercise, there's so much evidence for the benefits of it. Uh, Improvement in cardiovascular health, reduction in osteoporosis, improvement in lung health, improvement in mental health, decreased stress levels, improved sleep, improved body composition with more lean mass and less fat mass, and improved insulin sensitivity are some of the benefits of exercise. That's not a comprehensive list. And I think this question is also complex because there's a wide variety of types of exercise. So we can talk about aerobic exercise, we can talk about resistance exercise, And then there's the high intensity interval training hit types of exercise. And, you know, different exercise modalities probably have different benefits. So cardiovascular wise, aerobic exercise is quite good. If you're wanting to improve lean muscle mass, doing resistance exercise is good. The high intensity interval training uh, is getting more research done around it. And there does seem to be some improved benefits of more improvements through the interval training in a shorter amount of time. So improvement in uh, insulin sensitivity and markers like that, as well as improved energy burn after the exercise session. Now, if HIIT training is something that's new to you, again, I really encourage you to make sure you get somebody to help you do it safely, because along with the high intensity improvements or Uh, pros to that with weight loss or changes in body composition, there comes a higher chance of injury risk. And not all high intensity training needs to be the same. So it can be HIIT training for you at your particular level, meaning, you know, the classic stuff would be like box jumps and things like that, that are very uh, explosive, very big movements. 
not everybody can do that. Or I'd say a lot of people can't do those right off the bat. But if you find somebody who has knowledge with this and knowledge with working at different fitness levels, they can design some sort of training that's safe for you at your fitness level with whatever your particular limitations may be. But I do encourage you to seek out help with that to make sure you're doing it safely and reduce your chance of uh, injury. And as I said at the beginning, check with your doctor to make sure that they feel that it's safe for you to participate in high intensity exercise. Okay, so bottom line, where do I stand on exercise or what do I think you should think about when you think of exercise? So as I said, I think exercise is fantastic. It is an important part of my life and I do think it is something people should include in their life. The thing I do not think that you should do is you should not depend on the exercise for weight loss. I think the way to view it is do exercise because it is good for your body and it is good for your mind and your stress levels. Those are really important things when you're working on a long-term weight loss. Do not do exercise to burn a certain number of calories. And in particular, don't do exercise to compensate for food decisions. So you know the whole, oh, I overate this night, and so tomorrow I'm going to just add another hour to my workout. Probably not good and probably not effective, but also I think that lends that little bit of sort of disordered eating type element to that where, you know, you're almost punishing yourself for decisions you made. And it starts making exercise to be this sort of negative consequence Whereas what I really would like you to do is I would like you to find a way of moving your body that you enjoy and that brings you joy or brings you uh, like a sense of peace or benefit after you do it. And I've been using the word exercise throughout this, but I know for some people like that may be like fingernails down the chalkboard for you, depending on your previous experiences. So if the word exercise bothers you, don't worry about that. Think of it as activity or joyful movement or some other term that you find more acceptable, but find a way that you enjoy. So maybe it's walking, maybe it's a dance class, maybe it is biking, maybe it is swimming, um, maybe it's some form of yoga. There's so many different options that get you moving and help use your body that you may find enjoyable. And then appreciate that exercise for what it does do for you. So as we've talked about, it will have very real benefits in your life in general and likely will improve your weight loss efforts indirectly through, you know, better stress management, better self-care. And if it does also offer some energy burn benefit, that's fine. And that think of it like a bonus, but don't depend on it for doing that. For losing your weight, you really need to focus on what you eat. That's where the money is. And you have a lot more control and uh, can manage it because you don't have that black box part of your body being able to change things that you have no control over. Now, if you're just starting out and the idea of being physically active just does not seem manageable, like it uh, physically doesn't seem like you could or 
you have pain and things that you don't think you could get moving, that's totally fine. And what I'm saying is you can lose weight without being active. But what I would suggest is as you start to lose weight and being active starts to be more comfortable, then make sure you start adding it in. I do think it's good to include some form of resistance training so that you're maintaining lean muscle mass as you lose weight. And there's some thought that this is likely going to help with weight maintenance. So exercise for weight loss, probably not as effective as we would like it to be. It is probably more effective for maintaining a weight loss. So when you do lose weight, there's always a bit of an energy gap, meaning your body does adjust uh, your resting energy expenditure and how much energy you use in a day after you've lost weight. And so you do have to compensate for that a bit. And adding in more activity in your days is a good way to compensate for it. Uh, So exercise good for weight maintenance good for maintaining lean body mass or possibly increasing lean body mass. Not so good for just pure weight loss. And so next week's podcast, I'm really excited about, uh, I am interviewing Sarah Bowen Shea from Another Mother Runner, which is a podcast focused on helping women get moving in a very positive and inclusive way. And so we are going to talk about if you are not being active or you're new to being active, how to get running and some tips uh, for fitting it into a busy schedule. And so make sure you tune in next week for that episode. Uh, If you are enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and please leave me a review. It really helps the podcast get found. Also, please share this with your friends, another way that the podcast can get found. And if you are struggling with your weight, I can help through my private coaching program. So that's you and I working one-on-one and really figuring out what the issues are that are holding you up or where you're getting tripped up in your weight loss attempts and working together to find solutions that work for you in your life. It's really powerful to work one-on-one and this is finding solutions that will last you for the rest of your life which is totally different from standard diet programs. If you're interested in this, just check out the webpage weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash work dash with dash me. And you can just book a free appointment right there. I have a video on that page that just goes through in more detail what the coaching is and what you could expect from it as well if you want to watch. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Send me any questions or tell me how does exercise fit into your life and what it benefit it's had for you for weight loss or mental health and stuff at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Remember to check in next week for the interview with Sarah Bone Shea of Another Mother Runner. And we will talk to you next week. Have a fantastic one, guys. And now for a quick disclaimer, this podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.